This Danny Thorne with G Moody here in Live Bronx, New York. We wake up, we see an ill story. We see LeBron James was talking on his show, The Shop. He said the NFL owners are old white men who he said acted like slave masters. Let's stop there. Slave masters? What slave ever got paid to make a commercial for a garden tool they were using out in the field? What slave actually made 30 million per year? These are owners of teams. They own the team, you play for the team, they pay you. Plus, you have options and opportunities off the court to make more money. So now, if you're calling these guys slave masters, then you must be referring to yourself as a slave. This is bullshit to compare the barbarity and the horrors of slavery to multi-million dollar athletes that get paid for throwing a ball into a net. To compare that to slavery is a disrespect to the ancestors who actually went through that shit. They didn't get paid for 500 years, which is one of the reasons why the black community is behind economically. 500 years of no wealth being passed down. And now you compare yourself to that plight? Be quiet. You look ridiculous. These dudes own the team, and they have a right to say who comes and goes. They bought the team. It's owner, worker. That's it. There's no slaves. Motherfucker making $40 million a year talking about, oh, I'm a slave. How? Don't disrespect the black people of the past that went through that shit, man. Back again to explain what I expressed just a second ago. Because you still don't know. At least you don't act like you do. And if you do, what am I going to do with you? Here's my shoe. Put your foot in it. But see what I'm seeing. Black power in the realm and the government's disagreeing. They can't see it because they're moving too fast. And they Reoccurring incident from this same guy. I thought he was chilling. I thought he was cooling out. He was kind of laying low. The former governor of New York, Elliot Spitzer, bugging out again. More developments came out. The Russian whore is trying to put him in jail now. Her and the lawyers got more shit on him, how he was bugging. I said he was the wildest guy in New York because Larry Davis, anybody knows Larry Davis, was officially the wildest dude in my book. But in my estimation now, Elliot Spitzer has trumped this guy because not only was he bugging with the hoes all around the world, the Russian whore said some shit that's unbelievable. This shows you the lengths at which Elliot Spitzer will go to just to skeet. When his wife broke out from their Park Avenue apartment and went on a road trip, how was Elliot Spitzer going to get this hoe past the guard without the guard seeing him cheating? So he told the Russian whore, we're going to put your ass in a suitcase. And I'm going to walk right through the door with the suitcase. So when the bellhop said, can I get the bag? This is what the Russian whore said. Well, can I get the bag? He said, oh, no, don't touch the bag. The Russian whore's knees were up to her face, she said and she was basically suffocating while he walked through that grand lobby with a whore by his side, literally, in a bag. 
Elliot Spitzer is the official wildest dude in the history of New York State. Think of that. You're trying to cheat on your girl. You suggest to the side piece, yo, get in my knapsack. And you carry her up to the crib. That is crazy, man. Elliot Spitzer, I would uh, implore you to marry this woman. Look, she jumped in a suitcase for you. She don't want to put you in jail. She just wants you to propose, to show her you love her. She loves you. She jumped in a suitcase for your ass. Why don't you marry her so you don't have to do all this shit? Work life, you don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be living in the fucking lap of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did. Now I'm going all out, kid, and I got mad love to get. I'm here with Chocolatey right now. She's here sipping on that peppermint tea, always on that tea. We see in the press, Jay-Z who has been highly critical of the NFL over its treatment of San Francisco 49er quarterback Colin Kaepernick is attempting to talk Travis Scott out of performing for the halftime show. And again, I must reiterate what I said earlier. Everybody is caping for this guy, Kaepernick. Has he ever said he wanted to play football? Has he been vocal? Has he been in the press saying they jerking me? I don't know why the fuck I'm here throwing balls. I'm ready to go. He's been silent. It's Travis Scott, it's a once in a lifetime gig. They tabbed you, do it. That guy don't wanna play football and he isn't going to play football. He knows it. The sound for these streets is fitting like tailored suits. You were off the rack hustle, not cut from the same fabric. School of hard knocks, you're not from the same campus. So different classes, young homie, I'm straight savage. All of the hustle, cool dances on my canvas. Avoid the slam and take me out of year chances. My body disappear, homicide, got no answers. Yeah, yo, Picasso, blow basket. Yeah, man, uh, a, a video surfaced from 2012. Comedians sitting around chewing a rag. You had Jerry Seinfeld. You had Ricky Gervais, you had uh, Louis C.K., and you had Chris Rock. Chris Rock says of Louis C.K., yo, this is the blackest white dude I know. I worked with him. He's cool. That means, basically, this is a cool dude. I get along. He's all right. Louis C.K. says in response to that, so you're saying I'm a nigger. End of jokes. Uh, we should have saw Chris Rock check this motherfucker immediately. It's up to the black person at that time to really put this motherfucker in his place and let him know for future reference, if you do this, you could get your ass kicked. You could get black eyes. I'm not going to fuck you up. But as a so-called friend, I think I should warn you against using this language so flippantly. That's what the job of a black person is. Either you kick his ass for doing it or you give him a fair warning so he doesn't do it in the future. This wasn't done. I was disappointed in my man, Chris Rock, coming from BK, coming from Bedford-Stuyvesant. He knows better. That dude should have been checked.
This Saturday Third with G. Moody is a New York City-based, born and raised podcast. Me coming from that good Brownsville, Brooklyn. We shout out New Yorkers worldwide whenever we can. But on this occasion, we have to give a rest of peace to Penny Marshall. Penny Marshall is from around the way up here in the Bronx, 3235 Grand Concourse. She was raised in the same building with Calvin Klein, the fashion designer, Rob Reiner, Meathead from All in the Family. They all come from around the way, but we want to send a rest in peace to Penny Marshall. Laverne of Laverne and Shirley has passed on. Myrna Turner of The Odd Couple sitcom has passed on, so rest in peace. New York City basketball, the guard play coming out of New York City, whether you're in high school, going to college, some go to the NBA, they all had that flair, meaning you getting shook. Ray for Austin, Skip to my Lou, Jamal Tinsley, Pearl Washington, Kenny Anderson, Rod Strickland. I could go on and on. But one common theme about how they played is a wiggle in the game, meaning the handle is butter, meaning they can get anywhere on the court and they look good doing it and they entertain the crowd with the shaking, with the incredible layups. Rod Strickland with all the English on the ball. This was the style of New York City basketball coming out. So whenever you played against somebody from New York, you would always see a lot of styling, a lot of flair, a lot of ill handle. We see another Bronx New Yorker keeping that tradition alive. I thought it was over, man. Kemba Walker of the Charlotte Hornets from the BX out there doing that style of play. He's the last guy that I see doing it like that, really busting ass, humiliating the defender on a regular basis, looking good doing it. That's New York City shit, man. So I want to give my man Kemba Walker a salute, keeping the tradition of shitting on the opponent, remixing the opponent, making him look stupid, and scoring and winning the game, which is an extra because the New York City guard with the ill handles and all the good style, not many championships in that. We want Kimball Walker to get the first championship of a real guard from New York that's actually showing it. Pleasure to watch my man. He went to the University of Connecticut, did his thing there. Now he's in the league. Check him out if you can on the Charlotte Hornets. My man Kimball Walker, peace. Hold the press, cause I ain't tryna hit a rest. You'll get bucked down if you even try to fuck around. I'm at my show, my crew is thick. Never lacking, always packing, and plus I'm looking dip. Funnel you want, cause I dig the trigger. First off, we want to start with hair is hair. And we talking about that wrestler in New Jersey, high school wrestler, Andrew Johnson, that was told by a referee, yo, you gotta cut your hair. You gotta cut your hair, it's too long. You have to be compliant. And if you don't cut it to the length that it's supposed to be, I'm putting this injury clock on. And if you don't do it by the end of the clock, you will forfeit the match. So, of course, the paper has to racialize it and put dreadlocks. And I had to research the term dreadlocks. It's not dreadlocks. The barbarians came over to the Caribbean, saw the brothers with their hair locked up, and they said it looked dreadful. So, hence the title dreadlock. So, the paper has to put, referee told him 
to mitigate his blackness, and if he didn't cut his dreadlocks, then he would be disqualified and he would be gone. But they cut his hair. His coaches had to cave in and cut his hair to the proper length. I have an issue with them because if it's all about blackness, right, it's all about you identifying with dreadlocks, nobody can make you cut it. You walk out of the gym and say, fuck it, we're going to go back to the rules and see what it is. We're not just going to cut his hair right here at the gym. So what we're going to do is walk out of the gym, and if you disqualify us, boom, we just have to deal with that. But I would have never went to that length and cut his hair. It would be a bigger statement if the papers say the referee told him to cut his dreadlocks, but these people walked out of the gym, and they wouldn't take any part of cutting his hair for some fucking match. Coming with the raw text, strong like Gore-Tex. Rappers get more plex as they make their name more far-fetched and unrealistic. Your neighbor crew know your ballistic, your statistic ain't mystic. Under that talk, we know who is it, so stay busy. Keep touring, your hood is roaring. It's not a place for pussycats to be exploring. Your plan locking, you bandwagon. Yeah, on this Christmas, Christmas coming up, we want to say Happy Hanukkah. We want to say Merry Christmas. We want to say Happy Kwanzaa. I think that's how you say it, but we want to tell motherfuckers to be safe and remember the sales are after Christmas. So the last couple of days don't go crazy. Uh, wait till after Christmas so you can have the retailer in your fucking back pocket because everything is slashed more than 70% off. So it doesn't make any sense to be bugging out here in the streets where you can get these same items, same consumer products after Christmas all the way until January 1st. So everybody have a safe holiday, drink, eat, and be merry. That's what time it is as we head into another year. The years go by so fast that illustrates how fast time really is. So enjoy yourself because this that the third with G Moody. We always going to be here. We come every week. We come every Monday morning. So when you get up, it's already out. And also, we want to tell cats, yo, the support has been great. The rates, the reviews have been stellar. Keep it coming. The reviews help. The rates help. We are a five-star podcast out the gate. So if you want to rate and review, and you should go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review this, that, and the third with G Moody. Hashtag the G Moody experience. This podcast is where we give you fucking everything. You want to talk about food? I can kick some food shit right now. I put my chef hat on as I'm delivering this shit right now. So check it. Make sure when you get a hamburger or when you're getting beef, make sure you go to the butcher and ask for short ribs. Get maybe two pounds of short ribs, right? And tell the butcher, yo, take the bones out and grind that up so you can give me ground beef boom you take that home season it up with all your spices make it the best it can be and if you could cook this outside it would be very helpful because you can't have a thousand degree skillet in your crib and then try to put that patty on it it will smoke it up incredibly so if you could do this shit outside you got a grill outside that's where you rock it. Make sure you get the skillet. 
900 degrees. And how can you tell if it's 900? You put water on the surface of the hot skillet. And if it vaporizes, if it's done, then you know that skillet is ready. So boom, the patty goes on three minutes each side. You got the best hamburger you could have. See, I roll right into it and I give you gems. I give you jewels. Now we get back to, if you want to support this podcast, go to anchor.fm slash G dash Moody. Leave a voice message. Leave a topic. I want to shout out my man DeWitt Taborn. This cat always hits me on Facebook with topics to talk about. It's all day. Shout out to my man. Good looking on that. This is a labor of love. You get everything at this, that, and the third with G Moody. Hashtag the G Moody experience. This is how we do it. And we will continue to do it. Newcomers, welcome aboard. New Yorkers around the world, welcome home, B. This is how we do it. Like Michael Maxey, I'll be taking a stand. The man with the plan, making you dance on the dance floor. More of a new style that's worth your while. It's from Pomona, so you know I had the latest shit on you. Hit the switch, then we'll wind the shit. Grab a 40 ounce and go max to a bitch. Now, ladies, please don't be offended because my lifestyle is hustling and see I'm in it to win. Yes, another suggestion has come to fruition, has come to play itself out. The TSA, Transportation Security Administration, will now have air marshals sitting in the back of the cabin. They are no longer going to be in the front near the cockpit because, like I said years ago, you need to have a Kimbo Slice-looking motherfucker manning the aisles because, like the TSA had said, most of the beef happens in the back of the cabin where passengers start wilding out. We had an issue with a dude who had a dog on the plane. The dog shitted in the seat. The next passenger came in and sat in the shit for the duration of the flight. All of this bullshit goes on in the back. So based on all the complaints from the passengers, based on me vocalizing this shit and suggesting you need a Kimbo slice type of motherfucker in the aisles to regulate the cabin. TSA must have heard it. So now they are stationing air marshals to be in the back of the cabin. These cats are in plain clothes. You don't know that these are federal marshals, but they are ready to karate chop motherfuckers and throw guys off the plane. We need to have more federal air marshals up there and they need to be chest naked like I said in the past. Have these dudes looking menacing. Have them with do-rags, have them with no shirt or one of these fishnet tank tops that cats used to wear back in the days. Once you see these motherfuckers, they need to look menacing. They need to look like they don't put up with nothing. This is what I'm talking about. I want to give a salute to the Transportation Security Administration for being proactive and regulating the cabin, like I said. But it's supposed to be the job of the captain of the flight. If I'm the captain, I'm regulating my aircraft. I let the co-pilot, yo, hold this shit down. I got some beef in the back. This is my plane. I got to get these passengers to where they need to go. Who the fuck is causing a ruckus in the back? That's me. These guys ain't from Brooklyn. Flying these planes, they need 
Real motherfuckers up there, man in the aisles. But on a serious note, I want to salute the TSA for being proactive with the safety and the security of the passengers. Something I think about my soul Cause this shell is just a frame Only used for money Hustling and playing a game I want my chance to live long What like Marvin Gaye I may be dead and gone But my world is reborn This is for my niggas and chicks Who live in the gutter We walk the streets of gold Diamond pearls and girls And there's nothing better Yeah, update on LeBron again, man LeBron James, LA Lakers superstar Has landed himself In more racially charged controversy this motherfucker's bugging. You got to cool out, yo. Um, on his Instagram or Snapchat or whatever this shit is. You know, I'm an old motherfucker now. I'm 50 years old, so I got to say whatever this shit is. But I do use it myself. But 21 Savage, he posted some lyrics from a song from 21 Savage. The lyrics are, we've been getting that Jewish money. Everything is kosher on God. So... Now you are treading on some ill shit right now because we understand what that means, but a lot of people won't understand the parlance and how harmless it is. It's a play on words. We've been getting that Jewish money. Everything is kosher. You see, everything is only up and up. That's what it's about. It's not about the Jews. It's not about Jewish anything. We've been getting this Jewish money. I mean, we've been getting a lot of money. Everything is on an up and up. We're not on no crime shit. We've been getting this money and everything is good. That's what they mean. A lot of people won't understand that parlance and that play on words. So this is going to land my man in hot water. Big time hot water. He will apologize. Watch what I tell you. There will be an apology. You know, with this podcast, it's like making great food. It takes a while. It takes great care. It's like wine. We got to get it right. LeBron, just cool the fuck out, man. Don't add no controversy so you could be a target to have your whole shit wiped out and demonized. No need for it. Continue on your path of what you've been doing. So we're going to wind this podcast down. This, that, and the third with G. Moody. Hashtag the G. Moody Experience. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support, go to anchor.fm slash G. Moody. This, that, and the third with G. Moody. Five-star podcast. Signing off. Peace. The real name.